This is the 77 WABC minicast. Standing by a parking meter when I caught a glimpse of Rita filling in the ticket. And tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, first in Israel, they are closing in at the headquarters of Hamas in Gaza City. This is a big, big development. And this, as as they are encircling the main urban center in Gaza. And the headquarters of Hamas, guess what? Of course, it's underneath a hospital. And another main location is also under a hospital. And we're going to be taking your calls on that tonight. We are going to also be talking a lot about the new polls and also President Trump. Boy, did things get heated in court today. Also, more protests taking place around the country. There was just a big one that took place in New York tonight, and it was between 86 and 72nd Street in Central Park West. Uh, we're told that it had a couple thousand people, mostly peaceful, although it was an anti-Israeli protest. And that sounds like a lot of people, but then you think about what happened over the weekend And in Washington, D.C., it was like 100,000 people that showed up. So where do you see all of this going, all of these protests? There are now also big donors to a lot of these universities that are saying, you know what? No more. We will only donate a dollar to our alma mater if our alma mater is not going to clean up its act. And for that reason... There may be some changes at some of these schools, but a lot of the other schools are just kind of allowing it to happen. There was also an attack on a Jewish individual in Los Angeles where someone was killed after somebody said, hey, are you Jewish? And it happened. This is the fourth one that has happened this year in L.A. alone. So this is a really scary, dangerous time. And that's why emotions are running high. Comments are running high. And you could just tell that right now, things are just a tinderbox. And I don't see things getting any better in the short term. I mean, people are just so divided. They're calling Joe Biden, who has been one of the biggest appeasers ever, along with President Barack Obama, to Iran. They're calling him Genocide Joe. I mean, you can't make it up. This is the guy who has been giving so much to Iran, giving them in terms of not just money. Remember, he was planning to unfreeze the $6 billion. How about Obama, who gave the pallets of cash? And now Obama is also coming out, and this, I think, is really terrible, coming out over the weekend saying that it's really everybody's responsibility. Nobody has clean hands in the case of Israel and Hamas. Well, guess what? Israel was being peaceful. The people were there at a kibbutz with families and children and women. So I think the side that came in and attacked them and raped them and beheaded them, I would say that they're maybe not the peaceful side. Who are these people that seem to say, well, we have to look at all sides of the fight? Is there all sides when one side comes in and kills the other? I don't think so. To me... There are one side. There's good versus evil. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. 
And I want to play a little bit of Barack Obama over the weekend. Um, this is interesting because he makes it sound like it's everybody's fault. This is cut 25. And Barack Obama came out and said, nobody has clean hands in this fight. I think we have cut 25. Here's cut 25. You can't speak the truth. You can pretend to speak the truth. You can speak one side of the truth. And in some cases, you can try to maintain your moral innocence, but that won't solve the problem. And so if you want to solve the problem, then you have to take in the whole truth. And you then have to admit nobody's hands are clean, that all of us are complicit to some degree. All of us are complicit. This moral equivalency comment coming from the Biden administration, going back to the Obama administration, it's that attitude that basically got us in this situation. It's this appeasement. It's this, oh, well, we have something to blame and something to feel guilty for. It's like all the reparations talks and all these other things. That, well, you know what? You have to take care of this. You have to do that. You know, how is that drawing a clear line between good and evil at a time when there were one people that were sitting there peaceful, allowing the others to coexist and thinking that there were actually strides made and suddenly their women and children got slaughtered and 240 of them were taken hostage? I mean, this is insane. How can the former president of the United States, because his voice matters a lot, people hear him. They listen to it. They play that over and over again, not only at the protest, but they play it over and over again in the Arab streets where the emotions are running high. There were like a million people almost that showed up in Turkey a couple days ago protesting against Israel. And you know that, oh, listen to what Barack Obama said. Even the president of the United States said. I mean, to me, this is so dangerous. It's this appeasement talk that we're all to blame for this situation. Guess what? I think the women and children that were sitting peacefully in their homes and were suddenly taken captive or killed, slaughtered, raped, beheaded, I, I don't think it's their fault. And and I think it's shameful that the president, the former president of the United States, doesn't have the guts to stand up to Israel. That, to me, this attitude is shameful. He missed a moment, I think, as the first black president of the country where he could have cracked down and really helped and bridge relations, race relations in this country. There was a moment there. I thought, boy, if we have an African-American president, he can really do some amazing things for all people and lift African-Americans up. And yet, if you look at the numbers, President Trump did a better job in terms of African-American unemployment. The numbers were lower under President Trump. They rose in terms of more opportunities. So here we have the former president of the United States throwing his two cents in, and it's destructive. So here's a little bit more of former President Barack Obama saying again, it's everybody's fault. What happened when Hamas went in and slaughtered Israel? Basically, it's Israel's fault. It's your fault. It's my fault. And Hamas maybe has some small role. Listen to this. If there's any chance of us to act constructively to do something. It will require 
an admission of complexity and maintaining what on the surface may seem contradictory ideas, that, that what Hamas did was horrific and there's no justification for it. And what is also true is that the, the occupation and what's happening to Palestinians is, is unbearable. And what is also true is that there is a history of the Jewish people that may be dismissed unless your grandparents or your great-grandparents or your uncle or your aunt tell you stories about the madness of anti-Semitism. And what is true is that there are people right now who are dying who have nothing to do with what Hamas did. So what Hamas did was not obviously acceptable, but the occupation is unbearable. So everybody's to blame and let's just forgive and forget and move on.